Welcome to MojoCast. Thanks for joining us on another episode. Happy Saturday, everyone. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, my brother Manny. What up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of MojoCast. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's doing good. Shelly, how are you doing today? You know what? I've been sick all week, but nothing was going to keep me from doing this episode. From hopping on this pod and talking about horrible, vile things that happen in this world. I got to get it off my chest. You got to get off your chest. You know, maybe that's where the sickness came from. You know what I mean? You believe in karmic energy. You know what I mean? You have this like darkness. I, I felt like I talked about this way too much. It's not like we're evil people. The point is <laughs> you had some some evil karma, things you were researching, Chelly. Chelly, you told me you went down some rabbit holes. Okay. Horrible thing to do. All right. Do you ever. So on a per usual, we're going off on tangents. <laughs> all right. I have this like weird thing, right? Where it's like, I shouldn't say weird because it's not like I'm sure someone can relate but it's like i when it comes to like gore and stuff like that i can't see because i have a soul i can't see more than like 10 30 seconds of that stuff without getting like sick to my stomach right oh yeah and and i know that about myself you know what i mean like i can't but every now and then you know what i mean every now and then you get this like morbid curiosity to look at just just fucked up stuff Mm -hmm. right you know it is so then I'll go look for fucked up stuff, and then I feel like I need to go to church, and then I go hug I go hug my wife, and then I go hug my dog. You know what I mean? And then I, I'm just in this weird mood for like the next like two hours, you know, as if something bad actually happened to me. But that that doesn't stop me once every like two months from 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 hurting myself. Basically, can you relate at all? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. It's like a car accident. You you want to look away, but you can't. Um, and you fall into these rabbit holes where you just, you're searching and searching and searching. And especially me, I love looking at autopsy reports. Mm. I don't know why I do this to myself, but I find them so fascinating. Like the descriptions and stuff and like the, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then sometimes they have photos attached to them and I'm on there. I'm looking. I I don't know. I don't know why I do that to myself. I like, I, I seriously get sad. (laughs) <laughs> you know? like, why are you making yourself sad he's like did you watch i was like yeah yeah <laughs> i watched some stuff again but yeah but like, how's how's your week been shelly uh, we it's been uh, two weeks since our last pod you know um uh, life don't stop uh, how's everything going so i i mean life doesn't stop i think <laughs> i've been saving a ton of money simply by being lazy um Facts. i I'm too lazy to go to any coffee shops. So I've been okay. making my coffee at home. Incredible. Saving a bundle. Okay. Incredible. That's that's a weird way to put it because when I'm lazy, I go and spend money. I <laughs> I said, you know what? We bought two hundred dollars worth of groceries. You know what I mean? I got this nice I got these nice chicken thighs sitting in my in my drawer. I got some some bell peppers, some onions, you know what I mean? But what sounds even better is some some subway. Let's order TV. a pizza. Let's order a pizza. You know, I don't even. Uh, we got Uber Eats. We got Postmates. You know, DoorDash occasionally when I'm broke. Okay, you, and I want to deal with that twenty dollar delivery fee. Exactly. And let's talk for a second about the the sort of tier, the hierarchy of these food delivery services, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Postmates. No one uses Postmates anymore. Okay. They're like I use Postmates. <laughs> okay. No one and Chelly uses postmates anymore all right it's like the bing 
search of, of, <laughs> of food delivery apps, right? It's like the 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 Zune, the Zune. You know what the Zune is? You remember the Zune? No, it was like the iPod for like Microsoft oh, back in the day. Right. Yeah. Wow. You know I mean? It's like it's like the Zune of food delivery services. Okay. So that's what Shelly uses. I right? guess no one uses it wrong. All right. All right. They they must be giving out, you know, free delivery for the next like 20 years, you know, trying to get some customers <laughs> back. All right. And then so no one use so it's not even like that it's bad or good. Just no one uses it anymore. Like, Deliveries are cheap, I, I must say. It's like two dollars. Fair enough. And says the guy that used to deliver for Postmates back in like 2014, uh, when it was first popping. Uh yeah. So and then we have the McDonald's of of food delivery we got we got the doordash right okay. so with your doordash it's very very much hit and miss right you got you know because <laughs> at the end of the day what you want you want your stuff delivered quickly or as quick as possible reasonably possible warm. you know to warm right and, and to your door right with doordash you know you don't you don't know you might be getting some felons you know what i mean you might be getting some, <laughs> some weirdos quick tangent right so it was like uh, i used to live in an apartment and my wife uh, wanted some earphones. It was like 10 o'clock at night or something like that. And again, because I'm lazy, it's like, I'm not trying to go to Walgreens or anything to go pick these up, right? Yeah. So, so we look on DoorDash, right? And we've, I've known historically we had issues getting anything delivered to our apartment. Because it's like, because people are lazy. Like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the building number. I'll tell you the exact sort of location it's on the northwest side of the property. You know, look <laughs> at the big number two, right? I'm on the third floor. You know, in case you don't know what 3030 meant, I'm on the third floor. Um, you should be able to find me. But no, it's always a headache. It's always like, you know, it's like rocket science to people sometimes. All right. So the point is, well, I was like, you know what? A dude too lazy. I'm not trying to go. Let me order off a of DoorDash. So I, I I look it on DoorDash, right? And we go to Walgreens. And sure enough, there's some certain earphones that, that were there. So I order them, boom, 20 bucks, yada, 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 coming. And then I'm waiting for the text because there's always going to be a text. There's always a text saying, like, where I can't find your stuff, yada, yada, yada. So I get the text, right? And she's like, hey, um, please meet me at the front office, like, whatever. And I'm like, look, you didn't even try. You didn't even ask where I was. You didn't even whatever. And I, I can't remember what I said to her, but I said something like, no, I can't come down. And then repeated the instructions. I'm on third floor. My building's number two. It's on the northwest side of the property. Yada, my whole like spiel. And she, and this lady tells me it's dark and I'm too scared to like walk around looking for the apartment complex. Aww. She tells me, Chili, she tells me she's too scared. Oh, poor to, thing. You know, I was like, lady, you accepted this order 20 minutes ago. It was 10 p.m. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it was dark 20 minutes ago. You know what I mean? Like this, it's 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 like as if uh, you got a job at McDonald's and you didn't realize you're going to have to make burgers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I had no idea. You know what I mean? I had to flip a, a patty. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, so I'm, so I'm getting annoyed. And I'm like, and I reiterate, no, I'm not coming down. Like, I'm tipping you. Like, I don't know. I didn't say that. But the point is, like I said, no, I'm not coming down. Yet again, here's the instruction. Charlie, this this lady proceeds to leave the headphones on a bench near the front office, takes a photo of it, 
and dips. <laughs> it wasn't the worst thing in the world because to me, because obviously I'm going to complain because I had to walk like half a mile yeah. to to the front office. Um, and I got, and I got a free, they, they refunded the hoarder basically. So I got a free thing of, and all I had to do was be a little, not lazy and go to the, to the thing. Um, but it's wild. So, so that's what I'm saying, Chili. All right. So you get, you, you got your tears, right? You get the, you either get your stuff on time or they just leave it on the curb somewhere. All right. That's what you get with DoorDash. And then Uber Eats is the pinnacle. It's, it's the, it's, it's the quintessential sort of i've never had a problem with uber eats huh. either at the apartment either at the house it is the the mecca you know what i mean it's the whatever you want to call it the most pristine of, of delivery services i feel so fat <laughs> being so passionate about this right now <laughs> but that's the that's the hierarchy that, that was that was my reason i need to download uber eats because i've been postmating my entire life thinking it's the supreme app that it's clean and, and you know what it is Charlie? they're they, they got too much money these tech companies they got way too much money just to be throwing around that's why they're not profitable that's how that's why they run on a loss for like 10 years all right with uber eats i'll order a burger and i'll say like no onions and if they put onions on there you just mention it hey like like uh i i request no onions they'll refund the whole thing I swear to God, that has happened multiple times where there's like a little mess up and it's like, oh, we'll just give you the whole thing back. My bad. <laughs> My bad. How are these companies making money? <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're not, Chili. <laughs> like I said, we're running out of loss for the last 10 years. <laughs> They're running on fumes. <laughs> exactly. What, what about Grubhub? Grubhub? I have tried Grubhub twice. And that was only because my company gave me a gift card. <laughs> to try I feel like Grubhub was pretty bad. I mean, I've only ordered maybe a couple times and it took an hour for them to get to me. Yeah, I ordered Rainforest Cafe with the Grubhub once. And yeah, it took like an hour and a half mm-hmm. for that for that thing to get there. I have no I just remember the options being very limited with Grubhub. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that that might be that might be in the Zoom category. Uh, that might be, you know, like, ain't no one using Grubhub these days. Yeah. Well, um, I mean. <laughs> well, how was it? I, like, we were talking about it, so so you're weak. So it's just been, been, been kind of lazy, right? Kind of chilling, kind of, you're, you're saving money. Uh, I, I cut you off and went on a whole tangent. You're saving money, you're saying, by, uh, by, by, by being lazy, basically, yeah. right? Right. Cool. 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 Yeah. My week's been, my week's been pretty good. I, uh, I haven't officially transitioned to my new job as a developer, but I am doing the work as a developer starting this past week. I was super nervous, super anxious. I, um, I was having, uh, dreams about it. Um, cause I wasn't sure for those that don't know, I, I'm a self-taught programmer basically. I develop tools, uh, automation tools to help speed up our processes at our company. Um, but I'm all self-taught and I have no idea if what I know is very easy to know and I just know surfacey stuff or if what I know is actually worth of any value. But the point is I'm I'm thrown in there. This is my job now to 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 do this thing. And uh I had a lot of anxiety going in, like, am I even capable of sort of like doing this? Um, but this first week prove that uh, that I can um I got on there I made huge progress and then in, in the first tool that we're building um showed uh 
uh, our director, what, what I had going on, he, he seemed pretty impressed. So, and I have a, a path forward basically. So, um, point is I'm not getting fired, uh, before I'm even hired. Uh, <laughs> from it. exactly. So happy about that. It's been a good week. Been a good week. Well, that's good. I mean, the worst thing is dreaming about your job after you're clocked out. Uh, I've I'm had, sure <laughs> I've had those situations multiple times and you wake up and you got to go to work. So it's like you've been um, working the whole oh, day. Oh man. Yeah. You're like, <gasps> you're just thinking about it. Yeah. Terrible, so terrible. Thing. We have uh, an interesting episode, at least for me. <laughs> I've been diving deep into the Chris Watts case for mm-hmm. the past two weeks. I've scoured the internet. Watched you were telling me how out. excited you were about I'm this. I'm so excited. I have a lot to say, and I want your take on a couple of things. Okay, okay. So I do want to throw out a disclaimer. I don't think we did it in the last video, but for any video and this video specifically, um, this is our opinion, uh, and this is for <laughs> entertainment purposes only. <laughs> yeah, my 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 very uh, – I'm going to have some opinions probably, and uh, – Sure. Uh, They'll be entertaining to me. uh, That's for sure. (laughs) So today we're discussing the Chris Watts case. Nene, I think you can agree with me that some cases just stick out in your mind and you come back to them time and time again. Yeah. So for me, um, it's a Chris Watts case. It fascinates me. There are so many unanswered questions. And this case is national news. Um, so unless you are living under a rock, I think everybody is pretty much familiar with it. So there's nothing um, on the case that I'm going to be talking about that's new, but there are some nuances in the case that I find interesting that I, I do want to talk to you about. So, sure, yeah. so this is a Colorado man murders his 15-week pregnant wife, Shanann. And his two daughters, Bella and Cece, uh, back in 2018. So, Nene, while we're diving into this case, this is what I want you to reflect on. Okay. What is the possible motive for Chris Watts? Okay. And what role role did his mistress, Nicole Kessinger, play in the case? Mm, Okay. I know... I know we talked about this last week, um, at least briefly. I, I shared some preliminary sort of thoughts. Um, I'll try to keep uh, keep that at bay, keep it unbiased, especially based on what I assume is um, some things you're about to tell me. Um, but yeah, but I'll definitely reflect on that as you uh, continue. Yes. So this case was a public spectacle. I mm. mean, there the amount of evidence that was released to the public I think heightened the interest of people because you're able to be at home, just like we are right now. We're able to watch these interviews and dissect them and just come up with our own theories. Mm. So um, it's difficult because I feel like we as watchers, maybe the police as well, we're piecing together half truths because Chris Watts is not the most honest guy, (laughs) clearly. Mm. Yeah, I think it's an understatement. (laughs) Yeah, very understated. So I feel like there there may be partial truths because he's you can tell in his videos, he's very much a narcissist. So Mm -hmm. he wants to come off like a good guy. 
And in order to do that, he has to cover up these awful truths with lies. Mm -hmm. Like, it it wasn't that bad because I did it for this reason. Mm. So that's one of the things that interests me because there's we don't really know why. I think we can just, in our minds, just theorize why this might have happened. So that's why mm. I wanted you to take on it. So mm. to talk about this case, we kind of got we we have to go back in time. Yeah. Uh, so Shanann and Chris, they met on Facebook and it was through a Facebook request. He requested her and he says in interviews that she she didn't want any part of him. She was not interested at all. Mm. And um, but he she said he up, requested her. Oh, and, actually. and during the time that they were dating, he was very persistent. Okay. So, um, she she was sick at the time. She has she had lupus. So it was not until he showed, um, I guess, interest in taking care of her that she mm. finally fell for him and was like, okay, you know, he's a keeper. I'm gonna marry this guy because he. Mm. He went to my call. He went to my doctor's appointments, and you know, just bonding over her medical problems. So this is the other woman we're talking about. No, this is his wife, Shanann. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. So I was they, like, where do these guys have the time? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> so they dated for two years. They got married, and they had two beautiful daughters. Um. I I do want to talk about their financial problems because I I feel Mm. like that's important in this case. So they filed for bankruptcy in 2015 for $449,000. Okay. Um, Shanann then joins a company called Lavelle and it's a MLM. Okay. So she's very successful at this. I mean, if you've seen any videos online where she's promoting it, she has a, she has a perfect uh, personality for this she's very mm. she um she was so successful she had a company lease vehicle um mm. she had multiple paid trips that even chris went on so mm. she was very active on social media promoting uh for her um for the product for the and the videos are still online that you can see mm. um, Chris was a field operator for a company called um, Anna Darko. Mm. Um, and then I think it's important to also say that September of 2018, they had kind of, again, going back to the financial problems, they had a lawsuit they had to um, show up for in September of 2018. So that's a month after the murders for mm. unpaid, unpaid HOA dues. Mm. So who, again, who, just, who doesn't have those? Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> so just adding on to kind of the financial stress that they may sure. have been under. Sure. Um, so anyways, back to kind of the story. So six weeks before the actual murders, mm-hmm. um, the family went on a so Shanann, Cece, and Bella, they went to North Carolina to visit family for six weeks. Chris stayed at home for five weeks out of those six weeks. Mm. It's kind of a long time to be without your family, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, during this 
five weeks. He says he had a lot of time to think about mm-hmm. his relationship. They were already on the rocks. And um, Chris uses this time to cultivate and form a relationship with his mistress, Nicole Kissinger. Okay. Okay. So during this time, there's texts from Shanann. She's trying to fix her relationship. She's texting him, sending him self like relationship books to the house. What mm. is he doing all this time? He's going on dates with Nicole. He downloads an app, um, a calculator app that is able to um, hide text messages and photos. Um, so oh, he's, I've heard of those. <laughs> so he's transferring, you know, semi-naked uh, okay. photos from Nicole to his calculator app the entire time. So, <clears throat> so that's how he found the time, is what you're basically saying. They're going through marital issues, uh, going away for a while. My man, you know, has this has this thing on the side and and knows how to hide it at least to some extent. And Nicole and him, they met at work. So that's how they mm. they started their relationship June of 2018. Okay. Or, or or so they claim. I think there are theories that maybe their relationship started before then because mm. they got hot and heavy super fast. Mm. Like un- unreasonably fast. As yeah. in you, you guys probably had a thing going on before that that it wasn't just like night and day, basically. Yeah, so shortly after uh, Shanann and the kids come home, because he ends up joining them the last week to, mm. to North Carolina. So he he's there the whole, the week, the last week, and he's very distant with her. He doesn't touch her. He doesn't want to have sex with her. Um, very distant. And before the trip, they couldn't get enough of each other. Mm. That's weird. So they come back. They all come back. Um to Colorado and then shortly after like shortly after Shanann has a trip to Arizona for a work conference mm-hmm. um she goes again by herself with her best friend Nicole Atkinson another okay. Nicole <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we don't get the names confused here but Nicole Atkinson <laughs> is her best friend um they're there for the weekend. Shanann um, is seen on the ring camera being dropped off on Sunday, August 13th at okay. 1.45 a.m. We see her okay. We see her on the ring camera coming in. And man, just watching that, that footage, Nanette, mm-hmm. I just, she's walking into the belly of the beast. She doesn't know that as soon as she opens those doors, that's going to be the last time she's seen outside. Wow. Walking into the uh, fourth circle of hell, or, or yeah. one of them, basically. Yeah, and you don't, and you don't know. You know what I mean? You're just uh, sort of to her. It's just like a, you know, I'm coming home. I'm trying to get in my bed. I'm tired. Uh, but to the world, to those of us that have the luxury of watching these uh, postmortem, um, walking into the eye of the storm, so to speak. It's uh, it's definitely sad to see, but she yeah. she gets dropped off, um, and she has a doctor's appointment in the morning. So she's going to be up and at him in the morning. Um, well, she has to be up and at him. So she doesn't show up to the doctor's appointment. She's ignoring all her, all Nicole's, Nicole Atkinson's text messages in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Nicole Atkinson is one of the people that 
everyone kind of attributes to having Chris Watts um, captured so early. Mm. I don't think he realized how her public um, relationship with, you know, people on Facebook, people she texts all the time, mm-hmm. was, and her friends was going to contribute to him getting caught. Mm. I, I don't think he he thought that far along because then it, she got dropped off on Sunday and Monday, everybody's worried about her. Where is she? She hasn't shown up. She hasn't um, texted me back. She hasn't posted any videos on Facebook. Yeah. What is going on? And I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, they're friends, right? So you know that Chris's wife and her friend probably spoke about their marital issues. You know what I mean? So yeah. so they know they're having issues. You know what I mean? I drop her off. I'm probably talking to her every day because she's, like, sad or depressed and whatever. I'm, like, her, her, her rock, basically. She stops texting me the moment she gets home. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. So it makes sense, you know, by, by Monday, um, it, it's become a whole thing. So Nicole calls the police and um, I think it helped the investigation tremendously. Um, mm-hmm. There's video footage, real time footage Nene, of them searching the house, body cam footage of Chris Watts acting suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so so was it her friend that that like initiated the missing person sort of thing or was it the husband? It was <laughs> no, a friend. It was a friend. So the friend was calling Chris, hey, come to the house, come to the house. I'm worried that she may be passed out at home. And, you know, I see her shoes from the window because there's a there's a there's a window by the door. There's two Mm. large windows that you can see through the house. Mm. So she saw her shoes that she wears every day. And Mm. then she saw her car that. The only car that, they, well, they have that car, they have the Lexus car, and then they also have the work truck. So obviously okay. Chris was in the work truck and the Lexus was there. So yeah. she had to be in the house is what Nicole yeah. Atkinson was thinking. And mm. she's progressively getting worried because she's like, she's 15 weeks pregnant. She wasn't feeling good on the mm. train. She's not answering it. There's something going on. There's, there's, yeah. I don't think she thought too much ahead at this point, but she was like, Chris, come home. And what was Chris doing? Just like <laughs> he was with the Sancha. <laughs> well, he was at, he was at work. He was oh, okay, at work at enough. the time, but he was trying to blow her off. Oh, okay, okay. It's not until she which makes sense, right? Which makes sense that uh, that a husband would just be blowing off his missing wife. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so she she calls um, the police. The police show up, and the police is like, "Hey, you know." He has rights. I can't just go into the house unless we yeah. know that there's Probably a cause. medical emergency. So yeah. can you call him, get him on the line, and, you know, I'll see what we can do. Get him over here. Mm. The police, man, this is such a good call. The police calls Chris mm-hmm. and says, hey, Chris, um, do you know what your wife is? <laughs> Does that not send? Can you imagine your heart would just drop? <laughs> Like, oh, oh. <laughs> like within the first few seconds of getting on the phone, the police officer introduces himself and then says, "Do you know where your wife is?" Jeez. No. And we're gonna we're gonna go into what happened. Um, we skipped over that um, kind of purposely because there's a lot of things I want to ask Nana about. Sure. But, um, can you? <laughs> so, I I feel like that set shivers down his spine. I feel Man. like. So he races home. 
Yeah. And um, they do the search on the house. They don't find anything. Um, mm. Well, actually, I'm sorry. They find um, Shanann's purse. Okay. They find the kid's medicine. That's a, that's a tell. Yeah. And uh, and then they find Shanann's phone. Okay. Okay. Who so leaves, things you wouldn't leave without, basically. Who leaves with, with not those without, things on your person? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you weren't expecting to be going anywhere. And during the footage, Nicole Atkinson is there. She's looking through the house. She's, you know, the the, the concerned friend, of course, like anyone would be. Yeah. And I can see her in real time start getting suspicious. She's, mm. she's looking at him. She's giving him the side eye. And I, you know, it's it's to be theorized, like, do the cops already with these with these um, things that they're presented with the purse? Mm. The, do they already suspect Chris? Well, I, I'm sure they do. Um, and you'll see this. I watch a lot of uh, it's called JCS uh, Psychology on YouTube. It's a YouTube channel. Uh, I think you've seen it, right? Where he breaks down like uh, interrogation yeah. footage and stuff like that. So um, you definitely don't want to spook the perp uh, too early, right? So obviously, like any, uh, I think. Uh, I think that's, I don't know the statistic, but basically when someone goes missing or someone is killed, the overwhelming amount of time, obviously it's someone you know, but it's probably someone in your like immediate sort of like family. So if a wife goes missing, the first sort of eyes we're pointing at or fingers we're pointing at is is, is typically the husband. So I'm sure they know, you know what I mean? Like uh, that, hey, this is a guy we're going to be looking at, but we're not going to book him. We're not going to immediately say whatever. Um, because you don't want him to, you would like him to feel comfortable and feel like he's not sort of uh, a suspect at this point. Because if he thinks he's a suspect, then he's not going to want to start talking. Then he's going to want to say, I need a lawyer, then like uh, all that jazz. And then we don't get, you know, uh, when, when they say you, you uh, what's it called? Anything can and will be used against you in a court of law. People don't take that seriously. Uh, as in, based on those videos that, that I mentioned from that YouTube channel that, that you've seen as well. Um, anything can and most certainly will be used against you. <laughs> so. And what's interesting to me, maybe I'm a little biased, but the fact that Chris Watts and Nicole Kissinger did not decide to get a lawyer, that is mm. so fascinating to me. That's wild. That's uh, it wild. is. It is. Um, so anyways, um, the other person that we kind of we give props to is nate the neighbor um mm. he has video footage that um shows I, on the corner on the i guess the right corner um some of chris watt's house and mm. he tells the officers hey you know i have some footage that may be helpful they come over chris watts comes over too mm. and this video is awesome i i, I think anyone <laughs> should check this out um, he gives himself away and he's rocking really? back and forth as they're watching the video. And I don't, have you seen the video? No, I, I honestly, all this you're talking about, all I know is that this man killed his, oh, I won't spoil that, but <laughs> all I know is this man killed his, his wife and kids. Um, and then he's a bastard, but that's literally the extent of what I know about this whole, this whole case, basically. So the video shows him backing his truck into his garage and mm. then you're blocked to see what he's loading up in the truck. I mean, and somehow. and I'm assuming that we're talking in the single digits in terms of time. It's like two, three in the morning, something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, four in the morning. Yeah, sounds about right. So they all go and watch the footage. <laughs> uh, Chris Watts, it, he has his back to the to the uh, video. So, okay. and then he's texting his mistress, maybe. <laughs> he's rocking back and forth. He mm-hmm. avoids looking at the TV, and then he glances at the door as if to want to run. So, <clears throat> shortly after that, he does a media interview. Yeah, the infamous. That's the one thing I do know about. <laughs> and in that interview, he's monotone. He shows no emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just strikes me as, I mean, I, I'm no psychologist. I, I can't really, I can't diagnose anyone, but mm-hmm. that's a psychopath if I've ever seen one. <laughs> So this might be different than the one I'm referring to. The one you're referring to, he he's stoic. He's not he's not emotional in any way. He's just like basically dead eyed. I mean, he's probably terrified, you know. Um, and this is like that same day, right, that the police showed up that he does this like interview that you're talking about. So at the time that he's doing the interview, there are the canine units that are searching the house. Yeah. So there's um canine unit and then there's also a cadaver dog. So mm. one that searches um, for trauma, if there's been trauma anywhere. And mm. then the other one, you know, obviously a cadaver dog searches for death. Um, yes. So as, as the dogs are in his house, he's right outside doing the interview. <laughs> <laughs> he's his own lawyer, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> Crazy. So there is. So Nicole Kessinger is a very strange character to me Mm. she um she fascinates me in the way that um she presents herself um she's 30 years old um she had i i believe she made a conscious effort to be the complete opposite of chris watt's wife Mm. she was she she didn't wear makeup she was outdoorsy Mm. and in the relationship that she had with chris she was submissive um Mm. So everything, um, kind of the contrast of what Shanann was, was very girly. Uh, she she loved wearing makeup. She liked gr- getting dressed up. And at least in the videos that we see, she's not submissive. She's very, mm. you know, she. So I think it's also important to tell you that <laughs> Chris Watts says that he gave painkillers um, to his pregnant wife in the mm-hmm. hopes that she would. Uh, Miss Carrie, because she was pregnant with their son, Nico. Wow, that's terrible. Um, So when did he admit this? He admitted this now that he's in prison. Oh, okay, so like after the fact. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, take it with a grain of salt. We we don't know, but there are, you know, records that, well, not records, but there there is that Shanann was sick, um, Mm. violently sick during her pregnancy. So it, it, it might be that. Mm. Uh, I don't put it past him. If someone can kill his family, uh, I'm of sure. Course. I'm sure he could be giving. He's willing to drop a pill. <laughs> Painkillers, yeah. To, yeah. Hmm. And I think he was doing this to be able to be with Nicole. Um, and I'll kind of say, I, I think we're skipping. Maybe, maybe we should get back to the to the point. But I, I'll say that I think there was a reason to that. Because mm. uh, he already had two kids. Yeah. What was one more? Yeah. Maybe like a a suffering kind of thing. I don't know. So. 
Shanann shows up at, you know, after the work conference. Um, he strangles her to death in mm -hmm. the master bedroom. Um, and then he smothers the two girls, Cece mm -hmm. and Bella. Um, he says, again, in the prison interview, that he killed the daughters twice. That he first tried to kill them at the house, and then they woke up. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if, if that wasn't bad enough. So he had to kill them again when he got to the um, oil site. Wow. That's, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> Depravity. <clears throat> so we get to the oil site. Um, I'm sure everybody's familiar with what happened. He gets to the oil site, and this is what he says happened. He smothered them. Again. Uh, again, and then took them and dumped them in two different oil bearers. Mm -hmm. um, I just got to take a moment after that. That's pretty. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. And then after that, um, he buries a shallow grave for Shanann and, you know, she's pregnant with baby Nico. So, yeah. And and he buries her face down. He has so much anger towards her, still angry, even after death. Yeah. And just covers her up um, and uh, starts working. Like literally, like, yeah. goes back to work, like, Go right back, after. Goes back to work right after. Wow. So this relationship with Chris and Nikki... Um, six-week relationship so they claim mm -hmm. and um again there's videos online that show them going on trips going to the mm -hmm. sand dunes um he's spending most of his time at her apartment mm -hmm. uh, there are two occasions so she claims that she went to um, his house and she saw all their stuff all the pictures of shenan and the girls and she had a meltdown she, she says, how could you leave me? How could you leave them for me? Um, you know, I just, and just over Like a sort of, like a guilty kind of thing? Feeling guilty about, like, yeah. how could you leave them for me? Yeah. Or something like that? Like, you have this, you have this huge house, you have beautiful furniture, beautiful um, kids, like, what are you doing? And she, well, let me back to, she says she's, she, she claims says she, she said, said that. This? She claims that. Yeah, I, I, I would say that, too, if I was in that situation. <laughs> I didn't know. How could you do this? Like, there's so much better than me. Like, you're evil. Yeah. Yeah. And during their relationship, um, Nick, Nikki has searched Shanann Watts on Facebook multiple, multiple times. Mm. It's She says that, Nikki says that she didn't know Shanann was pregnant. But I find mm. that I find that I don't think that's true because yeah. Shannon was very public about everything that was going on in her life, and yeah. if Nikki was searching all the time, it. she knew. Yeah, she knew. Yeah. But she claims in the police um, interrogations that she didn't know. She mm. didn't know she was pregnant. Yeah. No, I mean. I, I I don't know if she went to jail. So I, I I won't even ask because I'm sure you'll get to that eventually. But um, yeah, I mean that's definitely what you would say. Trying to save face, you know, someone just got killed. Um, 
you don't want to seem like a monster in the public eye, even though you already are, um, by virtue of just, you know, messing around with someone else's husband. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're trying to save face, and no doubt about it. Prior to the, so Sunday, August 12th, um, right before, well, August 12th, um, she has an incoming call from Chris. This conversation in it lasted 111 minutes. Okay. What could they have been talking about the day before the murders? Oh, oh, and get this. They both don't remember any of the conversation. (laughs) They could have lied and said like, oh, it was like we were getting hot and heavy on the phone or I was just telling her like how much I loved her or whatever. Like, no, it was like no recollection of the call ever happening. Chelly, we make pods for for an hour and a half. I I recall all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, the amount of things in her interview that she um, she def- she likes to deflect. Mm-hmm. She likes to um, uh, lie. She, and this is my opinion. Yeah. Again, she likes to lie about things and she doesn't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. So you had this six week relationship with someone and you don't remember anything. Yeah. And yeah. then she downplays this relationship. But her search history says the opposite. She mm-hmm. was searching for wedding dresses for two hours. Really? She searched, will man leave his wife for his mistress? <laughs> oh, shoot. I mean, these are pretty telling searches. <laughs> if you ask hold me. On, let me, let me hold on, I need a second. <laughs> so, like, I had no intentions with Chris Watts. I have no idea what was going on. Oh, by the way, you know how long does it take a body to decompose will this man have my babies like like how late can you abort like something like that like yeah just crazy crazy so um i i do want to play um it's it's a three minute long interview but i feel like it's very important to kind of show her character and you can see in this interview man if she was a better actress, I'm sure she would win an Emmy. But mm-hmm. the way she's able to kind of burst into tears and then mm-hmm. look up to see, make sure they're paying attention to her tears, to, to her mm-hmm. um, demeanor. And uh, so just, I, I want your raw opinions on this um, interview. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to share it right here. Yeah, go ahead and set it up. No, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like the psychology of the other woman and particularly one in this situation where, you know, it's not just like they got left. It's he left her and she's dead, <laughs> you know? So I'm really interested to see in what you're about to show. Um, I see you got it played up here. Um, you can go ahead and maximize that just so um, it okay. covers up, it covers up my mug here, but, um, but yeah, go ahead and take it away whenever you're ready. So this is the detective right here. Um, of course, this is Nicole. And right here is her father. He was able to be in the room when they're interrogating her. She's no not lawyer. a lawyer, by the way. Yeah. So I'm going to play it. Okay. Go ahead and uh, pause it. Um, I don't think we have sound. If you um, selected that that button. Hmm. Okay, let me take a look. I don't think I did. So let me 
Okay, sure again. Include computer sound. Okay. Yeah, and it's great. Like, and no lawyer, it looks like. Go ahead and, you know, keep working on that, bud. That, that's wild to me that people enter interrogations without a lawyer. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I, I don't care how innocent I am. You know, um, at the end of the day, like, people look for prosecutions and, and, and you're kind of just being, you're kind of feeding yourself to the wolves in a lot of ways. Um, so, yeah, I, I have no idea what people do kind of entering an interrogation room without a lawyer. Um, know, arrest me if you want, but. <laughs> so, let me know if it uh, plays the sound now. Okay. Is it is it plain? Um, you're not sharing your screen currently. Oh. Um, okay. Crazy. Okay. Everybody else, like there. all of these, her family's impacted. My name is about to be like slandered for probably a while. I don't know how long it's going to take to heal, but I would not be surprised. If it's going to be hard to go on public sometimes for a couple of years and that really hurts me i'm just like this is a horrible horrible thing like how dare you you know and, and people aren't going to understand that you know they're going to say oh you know you're the woman that had an affair with this man who took out his whole family and i take a step back and it's just like i didn't know like i i uh it's he's so disgusting i'm so ashamed of him and everything and i just all oh, those little girls they're so little they're so little we talked uh we talked a little bit earlier about getting some help for these things and we can provide that okay. at, at really no cost oh uh, one more can Please want to make sure uh, there's resolution. Absolutely. That's why we come to you guys to yeah. pound this, and pound it down. Hey, until I, there's I'm nothing sorry left. that you're talking again today. I really am. I don't want to put you through any more trauma than you've already been through. There is um, reasons for everything that we're doing today and what, what occurred. And I'm sorry. I genuinely am sorry. I, it, these are not things that we like to do twice. It's the same thing with other types of victims from other crimes. We want to do it once and we want to be done. Unfortunately, we didn't know yesterday um, what we know today. And that's why we're here, because we need this video. And I'm, I am sorry, because I know it's hard to talk about it. But it's, it's so it's, sad and she's pregnant. And oh, you know what, on our end, we God, didn't. They're so cute. They're so little, like, wow. Why? 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 How? I don't even understand how you could like bring yourself to do that to somebody who's like that big. Step out for a minute. No, I just need to chill with my eyes closed for a sec. I still cannot believe this is happening. I 
right. Let's keep going because we're just let's, getting to like the meat of this whole situation. Let's get to the phone call on Saturday from 9 to 11. Uh, what did you guys, or pardon me, on Sunday? Okay, I'm going to stop it there. Okay. Uh, what are you? What are your thoughts? Wow! 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 We were okay. Um, so, what we were sort of describing just before you played it is is obviously very true. This is a woman that cares a lot about her image, her reputation, how she is currently being perceived um, in the public eye. You know, um, it's going to take me so long because look, it's one thing. It's one thing to say. It's one thing to say, I have nothing to do with this. People think I have something to do with it. Like, no, this sucks, whatever. It's one thing to say that because I think that's a very, <clears throat> I think that's a sentiment that anyone would feel. It's another thing to say, it's going to take me so long to build that up. Because from my eyes, that, that shows a lot of sort of like intentional forethought, forethought mm -hmm. in, in the whole situation. And particularly how important that like is to you that like you know people see you in a certain light and i'm not downplaying necessarily because it, like if someone thought i killed someone right and i didn't like obviously like i i, I wouldn't that would feel terrible like I, I i would feel like man this person thinks i'm a monster like and even worse maybe something's gonna happen to me maybe someone you know is gonna do something to me because they think i'm a monster or something like that but just the way she said it it just to me it very much um felt what's the word like almost psychotic in 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 a sense um again to your point uh if if it's if it's a complete fabrication um it's a very sort of oscar worthy level of performance um i i, I don't know i um i it's hard for me to like it's similar to you to infer specific things, psychologically speaking, because, you know, that's not my area of expertise. But um, I, I don't think it's impossible to feel sort of empathetic post fact saying like, oh, they were so little. She was so beautiful. She was this. She, like, how could you do that? I, I almost like don't even doubt that those are general genuine sort of feelings but that it's in that's in the context of like it's over he's been caught like an authority figure has decided that these this is like right and wrong versus like and it's very kind of prevalent psychology where it's like when I'm, before it's decided right when when chris and i are just like talking about it it's a lot more you know if we can get away with it you know it's it's a uh, i don't know it, it might not feel as bad. These two individuals, um, Nicole and uh, Chris, are very image conscious. They yeah. want to control the narrative of what people are thinking about them. Um, she mentions not only in this interview, but um, law enforcement has multiple interviews with her. Obviously, she's she's a, what they call a prime witness to sure. to it. Um, <clears throat> so they're trying to gather up information from her to kind of nail Chris to the cross mm -hmm. um, to make sure that he's, you know, trumped up on all these charges. Yeah. And um, 
I I just feel like, and this is just a small snippet of what we played. Um, if anyone has the time, these interviews are so interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, you can you can see in multiple interviews she tries to deflect, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, what what time is it today?" Well, yesterday we started um, collecting all. You know, yesterday was Sunday, and <laughs> uh, we did this and that, and. And uh, so today it may be, you know, so she goes on this long tangent on things that she doesn't want to answer. And then mm. when it's something that's, you know, what's your name, Nicole Kessinger? Uh, you know, what's your birth? Like things that aren't um, part of the case. She's very like matter of fact. Yeah. And they're short answers. They're not these long tangents of information that no one cares about. Yeah. And she does this a lot. She, in one of the interviews I saw, she frustrates the officer because of how much useless information she's mm. just through um, to not even get to the point. Like the question yeah. was this, and she's just like, "Oh well, my friend, we, you know, she called me, and you know, it, never getting to the yeah. point on questions that she doesn't want to answer." Yeah. Um, her father was allowed in the integrate interrogation room and um they treat her i don't know if you caught this but the officer treats her with so much leniency yeah with kid gloves yeah and um i'm sure this is a tactic to for her to not lawyer up yeah because they want to get as much information from her as possible because once you lawyer up lips are closed yeah. No, and and the problem is too like um, <clears throat> it's it would be very difficult to catch her sort of dead to rights on a lot of this. Well, what they're trying to do is 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 get a win. You know what I mean? Either way, so they got Chris. If they could get her to like say, yeah, Chris, like, um, if if they could get her even to like to pin them to a certain like time and day, like, oh yeah, Chris was like here at this time or whatever, like. <clears throat> The point is, like, uh, they might know or they might strongly feel like she was, like, connected to it. But if there's not enough to, like, form a solid sort of uh, prosecution behind it, it's like, what's the point? Let's just try to get her on some stuff that let's not let's just try to get her to admit some stuff about Chris um, so we could build, like, an even stronger case against him um, versus, like, trying to, like, fully sort of, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Get her. So Chris, um, he he tells him everything um, in his words, I guess, on mm. what happened um, pretty much, you know, a few days after the killings. Yeah. He, he, he says, hey, I did it. And that's it. There is no more. Um, the FBI d- d- can't investigate anymore once he um, pleads guilty to all of this. Mm-hmm. So um, and that's what ends up happening in court. He pleads guilty to everything. So. And she's never charged. She's not um, a suspect in this. But what I feel is important to also point out is um, on the day of the murders at around 6 a.m. Now, we we mm-hmm. speculate that the murders happened between 2 in the morning and had to be like 4 in the morning because then you see Chris leaving at 4. So right. within that short time, he had to kill his wife and his two kids. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, be caught on the footage on Nate's yeah. camera that he's loading them up. Um, her phone pings in Frederick, Colorado, where he lives at six in the morning, the same day. Mm. 
her she phone pings. She doesn't live in that area. She doesn't work in that area. So mm. I feel like if there would have been an investigation, there would have been a lot more things that came out. And I feel like he pled guilty right away to protect her from really? turning out into this long drawn out process where now they have to. They have to investigate everything. Oh, yeah. also, when she went into um, to give her statements to um, officers, yeah. she had deleted all text messages, all photos with Chris, and she mm. told friends to do the same thing. Mm. And and um, so when she went there and said, "Hey, you know, I deleted all my um, all the evidence or from Chris," they. <laughs> Not only, not only were they very lenient with her because they were like, well, you know how's it, you know how this looks. It looks like, you know, you're hiding wow. something. And she's like, no, 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 no. I just deleted everything because I wanted no part of this relationship anymore. I was upset that he lied about his wife being pregnant. He told me that she wasn't. <laughs> so now me finding out that she is pregnant, I wanted to have no part. I, I don't want to have a relationship with them. So I deleted yeah. this more so like a breakup. Like I don't want him on my phone anymore. That's it. Mm. Right? Now I'm seeing you raise your eyebrow. And that's exactly what everybody thinks. Like, yeah. and then she also got rid of um her Sims card. She destroyed it or she found a way to destroy it. And um I was like, lady, so we live in post-Patriot Act world. Like this all, I mean, I don't know if the actual contents of the text messages are saved, but I mean, they know that you sent like <laughs> messages to so-and-so. Like, yeah, that's crazy. So they're able to pull up his, um, his data, his phone history, um, sure. and compare it with hers. Um, but most of the stuff, at least in the, what I've read, um, was that they weren't able to get much of her text messages. And mm -hmm. the ones that were able to gather, they were like scrambled. They didn't make any sense. And that's because of how, oh, and <laughs> get this. Mm -hmm. This woman's ser search history. Oh, man. <laughs> it's one for the books. I'm telling you. See, she searched, um, can, can police, um, oh, God, now I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> search histories are so funny. <laughs> It's always like a kid talking to uh, talking to the world. <laughs> Search history. She searches. Um, can police uh, obtain deleted text messages? She searches that. <laughs> I feel like there's there's a there's a legal term behind it, right? When you delete evidence um, that you get like prosecuted for, I can't remember what it's like, yeah, like expulsion I mean, of evidence or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's a crime. <laughs> it's a crime, and um, I mean, just the fact that they they felt she was more of a more of a witness, more of the witness is not the right term, more of a, like a, a victim. victim a yeah. victim in this scenario that yeah. she was just caught in the crossfires of yeah. chris ki killing his family for, for what what's the motive everybody suspects yeah. that the motive could have been um and again this is just our opinion um mm. that it could have been that he wanted um obviously to be with her and mm. to not have any more ties with shanann could have mm. he could have done that without killing his entire family without annihilating yep. his entire family but um, because he had the new baby on the way, 
he was trying to make sure that she had her first with him. And this is a common thread that she kind of makes it seem like mm-hmm. he's married. He has a kid. He has his house. He's gone through all his first with Shanann. And she's not going to have any of that. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, a, a text that she sent um, to her friend that says, well, you know, he's married. He's done this. He's done that. So, and she was telling Chris, I want to be the first one to give you a, a your first baby boy. Because he had two daughters. Mm-hmm. But Shanann was pregnant with their first baby boy. Mm. Could could one of the motives have been, hey, I want to be able to give Nicole Kessinger her, you know, I, I want to. Man, well, the first you got your first killing. That's what you got. But uh, <laughs> no, but it's like um, I, I if I could share sort of like I personally don't think she how do I put it? I think I don't think she was directly involved in the planning or much less the actual execution of, of of the crime necessarily. But I do think, and it's a big reason why she's being so coy about what they talked about and the text message and stuff like that is I do think she was putting those like thoughts in his head like, God, I wish she wasn't here. I wish she didn't exist. Like maybe I mean could be as 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 blatant as openly saying like god i wish she would just like die or something like that or just like as vague as like i wish she didn't exist like we we'd be able to be together if she just wasn't around anymore something like that and maybe not even expecting him to like actually do anything about it maybe in her eyes just like i'm a pathetic person that can't get someone that isn't like married or whatever um so let me just sort of like daydream vicariously like through him or something like that um and maybe and maybe that's why, like the 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 emotions in that video seem so raw, because you really didn't expect this dude to actually like do something about it. But I think, without a doubt, there is something in those messages that not incriminates her, but at least, particularly because she cares so much about her image, like shows her knowing that he was married, knowing that he had one on the way, he had two kids already, and really wishing he would do something about it. So she also searches um, Amber Fry. And I don't know if you're familiar with Amber Fry. Amber Fry was the mistress um, in the Lacey Peterson, Scott Peterson case, where mm. I wouldn't say the same situation happens, but um, Scott Peterson kills his pregnant wife, Lacey Peterson, mm. to be with um, to be with the mistress. But the mm. mistress, um, right off the bat, cooperates. Um, she, you know, so she Nicole Kessinger searches. Do people hate? Amber Fry and <laughs> and Amber Fry book deal. Wow. <laughs> As if she's going to uh, kind of. As if she's going to write a book about it. It's like if yeah. I did it like O.J. Simpson. Once <laughs> what ends up happening is she kind of falls off the face of the earth. She's yeah. she's in hiding and um, she's never given any other interview besides. Um, I think she did one for. Uh, she did one right after, and that was it. She's fallen off the face of there. Nope, she changed her name. Really? <laughs> Man, that's crazy. <laughs> she changes her name. <laughs> Where so is she Carmen doesn't want to be contacted. She just wants to live her life and just go on with her life. Yeah. But um, so, again, I, I kind of want to go back to the questions, Anya. 
What do you think could have been the possible motive? Oh, man. Okay. So, so I think on the Sancha's point of view, I call it Sancha because I can't, I, uh, there's too many, is it Lacey? Is that her name? Or what's her, what's her name? The, the other woman? Oh, Nicole Kessinger. Nicole Kessinger. Yeah. Um, I think from, I, I still am solid on my opinion as far as her motives um i don't know if like the like i wish i was your first kind of plays too big of a role in but more so just like i wish you know your girl didn't exist um i wish we were together i wish whatever and i i I do definitely think there's not like uh, sort of um you wouldn't be able to find like intent in those text messages but because she cares so much about her image you would definitely find things in there that said like hey you're a horrible person you know you weren't directly involved in this but you let you help to lead to this kind of a thing whatever from his perspective um that's interesting like like we were kind of talking about this last week where we were talking about an extreme level of narcissism where it's not enough to be free in his eyes. It's not enough for me to not have to deal with my wife anymore. She's like bossy. She's got a type A personality. She's taking up all my money, like taking up all my time. She doesn't look at anymore. Like, and these kids, like I don't want to raise these kids anymore or whatever. Because, look, at the end of the day, I mean, you have to pay child support, but you could be a deadbeat. You could, like, go leave your kids, leave your family. You could start a new life. You could, you know, maybe move to a country. You don't even have to pay, like, child support. The point is you can, like, start over, but you're a shit human being. And your kids know you as, like, a deadbeat, and they never want anything to do with you. And, like like I said, you could have your, your cake, but you can't, like, eat it too kind of a thing. Um but that's not enough for him, you know, like in his eyes, like, I don't want to be hated. I don't want to be seen as like a bad person. I don't want to be seen as like a deadbeat dad. Like I'd rather them dead. I'd rather them not exist anymore. And people feel sympathy for me and people feel, you know, like, Oh, poor him, poor widower, yada, yada, yada. So I get to have the mistress. I get to have the new life. I get to not have to deal with this family. I don't even have to pay anything. And Oh, by the way, I don't have the I don't have to have the pain of them thinking I'm a bad dad or the public thinking I'm a bad husband or father or whatever. So I do think that, like I said, that sort of extreme level of narcissism from an individual where it's not enough to get what you want, but everyone needs to think a certain thing about you that I think directly led to 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 this. Um, and you telling me their obsession with their public image, I think only kind of strengthens that argument. Yeah, I feel like um, he did want to start a new relationship with her and just kind of start new with her Mm. and did not want to have this baggage of his family. But I mean, what I mean, in in a normal way of thinking, you get a divorce, Mm. you separate, you you get a new apartment and you just I mean, kind of you could just run away and, you know. How many, how many stories? Uh, my dad went to go get milk and he never came back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dad went so, to go get a pack of cigs. <laughs> he came back 20 years so later. So if he wanted, if he wanted the coward's way out, he could have just done that. And yeah. I guess this kind of goes back to, and again, I'm not diagnosing him at all, but just the psychotic way of thinking that 
it had to be this extreme. It, it couldn't have been me just leaving or me um, telling Shanann I wanted a divorce. Um, it had to be all or nothing. Mm, yeah. Like, I mean, how often do you see that where it's like um, someone won't leave like a relationship because like it's easy, you know what I mean? Because it's like comfortable, right? Yeah. Like, even though if they're the, it's like, I know it's not good for me. Like, I know this person's abusive or I know like we don't have any like shared values or whatever, but like, it's just gotten too comfortable. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I, I can't, it's, it's, uh, the uncomfortableness of like ending it is, is too much. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'd rather just, you know, I'm, I'm constantly at like a, a four, you know, a three or a four, but I'm never a one and I'm certainly never anything higher than that, but it's always like flat, you know? Um, but yeah, but it's just, uh, that level of like apathy towards it. Um, an extreme version of that uh, to, to, to some extent. And then kind of get this. So the new baby that was coming into the world, um, his name is Nico, N-I-C-O. So Nico, um, okay. Lee, Lee. So the middle name was going to be Lee. Christopher, okay. his middle name is Lee. And then the mistress, her name is Nicole Lee. Kessinger. So, so you think uh <laughs> have been <laughs> some some variation of that name um given to the new child on Chris's part saying, hey, you know, let's name him Nick. I mean, it sounds so much like Nicole. Mm -hmm. Nic Nicole Lee. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder. I mean that shoot. You said Chris's middle name is Lee, right? And or so is, is the mistress. Her middle name is Lee? Yeah, her name her middle name is Lee. Christopher's middle name is Lee. And then huh. the new baby's middle name was gonna be Lee, but his first name, Nico. Nico. Yeah, it's because it's like because then instantly I started thinking like, was it a thing where they were trying to like get rid of Nicole, but then like just take the kids and like basically just start over, like replacing the wife in that aspect. But he I mean, it's not proven, but you're saying he he mentioned that he was trying to like get her to miscarry. Um, so it's like that kind of like contradicts that a little. Um, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So I, and then the other question that I had for you was what role, and I think you've already kind of touched upon that. What role did the mistress Nicole yeah. play in the case? And for me, I feel like she did manipulate him. Um, that's mm -hmm. why she doesn't want the text messages um, to yeah. come out where she's clearly manipulating him to I, maybe not harm the family, but definitely leave the family. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like you mentioned, I did kind of touch on that already um, a little earlier. Um, yeah, I don't think and especially look like especially if all you're caring about is your public image. I mean, you might just be a narcissist in that fact where it's like, I don't even care if I'm guilty. I just don't want people to think I'm like bad or anything. But like at the end of the day, like if, if she was directly sort of involved with like the planning, much less the actual executing of the fact, which I, um, there's no way she was there. I don't think, I don't think, um, like, I don't think she was directly involved in the act of it happening, but I think if for nothing else, like her, you know, putting little nuggets of information, little like hints, little like whatever, like, and it could be crazy, you know, if, if it was straight up like, hey, like, I wish you would kill your wife 
<laughs> you know, like, and it could be, you know, it could be that level of like, uh, of, of, of sort of a tent. Um, but yeah, but as far as her role specifically in it, I think it, it starts and ends with that. It's just the level of, of, of sort of influence you think she might've had, um, in that, so to speak. <laughs> and what do you think about, um, cause there's no visible injuries on Chris Watts on his hands, um, mm-hmm. on his body that tells us that Shanann might've fought for her life. Mm-hmm. So there's also the question, why didn't she fight? Was she asleep? Did he drug her? I mean, if he would have drugged her, I'm sure that would have came out in toxicology. In toxicology, yeah. And, they, and it didn't, I take it? No, no. So, yeah. I mean, that's also I mean, a big question in my mind. Um, she, didn't, she didn't fight. It was... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to kind of... Because because I've never killed anyone, so I, I have no idea how that would work. But like, I mean, he he did it in a very, for lack of a better word, clean way. Um, especially one in a way that would be very difficult for, you know, law enforcement dogs for law enforcement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't even if you brought in like forensics. Like there there's no blood. There's no whatever. If there's hair, well, of course there's hair. She like lives there. She sleeps on that bed. So his method of doing it, like smothering them, choking them, like strangling them, that definitely would be, you know, the cleanest way. A sign of struggle. I mean, if if he caught her like while she was asleep, you know what I mean? Um, there's a good chance. Like, like I said, I, 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 I've never killed anyone, so I, I have no idea how that would even work. But like um, if you caught her off guard, especially when she's asleep, put yourself in a position to like pin her or something like that. Um, so that, you know, if you pin her arms down, like what do you, what, she's not going to hit you with your legs. Like she can't reach. So, uh, I mean, if you pin her arms down, like I, I suppose like that would make it pretty easy to kind of go unscathed. And, and of course the babies, like they're not going to put up a fight. So, um, so yeah, so I'm not, I'm not overly surprised about that, to be honest with you, especially because he had the upper hand. So, um, the older one, uh, Bella Watts, she's four years old at the time that she died. Mm-hmm. Um, she put up a fight. Um, oh my, my girl. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not she's a she's a baby, so not yeah. a huge fight. But yeah. in the autopsy report, um, there is um, evidence that shows that she did put up a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, well, that's good. At least uh, I, I I hope it was as difficult and as uh, painful and sadistic for him as as, as possible. Well, he rots. So I think it's a good sentence for him to have um, spent his. I mean, he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Um, so yeah. So what was the uh, what was the sentence? You know, obviously he killed three people. He's a bastard. Um, what 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 did the the judge? Uh, I'm guessing they didn't give him the death penalty, right? I don't know if that's legal in Colorado. So you know what's interesting? Um, he was his family, um, the Watts family, and also Shanann's family, his wife's family um, that mm-hmm. he murdered. He's slain. Um, yeah. They pleaded to the judge to um, not give him the death penalty. Really? So it is legal in Colorado. Yeah. So so they said, um, and I find the Ruzik's family, that Shanann's family, very, very, I, I very classy, very, mm. um, in, in all the footage I've ever seen of them, um, they in their statement said, we don't have the right to take your life. 
even though you did it to our daughter, but we don't have the right to take anyone's life. So we're pleading for them to not give you the death penalty. Mm. That sentence. So. Mm. Yeah, I I mean, that's interesting. I I, I disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I think, um, and, and I mean, uh, religious folk might find more solace in that, um, because you know, there's there's not the finality in it. It's just a representation of of the evil that they sort of see in the world. Um, so it's not like it's overly sort of like you know. Uh, the point is, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're uh, Mormons, Christians, like something. You know what I mean? Um, but I I know for me, I. I I couldn't imagine sort of a reciprocating that. Let's see. And I agree with your sentiment until I thought about it a little bit more, because for me is an eye for an eye, you know, mm -hmm. you, you killed my daughter. You're going to get killed too. Um, in maybe the most um, heinous way that I could think of. I, I, I don't know what the most heinous way would be. I mean, there's lethal yeah. injection, um, firing squad, um, I, I don't know what electric chair may be. Maybe that would mm. be the most <laughs> heinous like thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, now thinking about it more, I mean, what's worse than, than being stuck in prison for the rest of your life and having to replay what you did all the time in your mind? Because mm -hmm. all you have to do in jail, there's not much to do in prison. You, you just got to think about what you've done. Yeah, yeah. I um, the 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 thing I I would have like sort of people are resilient, you know what I mean? And I think so. Look, uh, someone like him, personally, I don't think he has any remorse. Honestly, yeah. Like I I think I think the level of inhumanity you need to live in to a kill your your wife. Never mind the baby in her stomach, but then smother your children twofold. You know what I mean? I don't think there's any humanity left in you. I don't think there's a soul, whatever you want to, if you relate, if you want to call it, I don't think there's anything in you that is remotely the same as me. So liking it to a dog that bit someone, you know what I mean? Or a rabid animal that needs to put yeah. down. That's what you are. You know what I mean? You have no humanity. You have no, and 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 frankly, we could talk about you know, and that and that's and that's maybe to how you describe the class your way to look at it, but I don't think there's any. I I don't think it affects you so much. Like oh, I'm I'm losing sleep over it at night. I I did what I did. I got I got what I wanted, and a life in prison sucks. You know what I mean? It's not the freedom that I'd want. But, you know, I could read books, I could write memoirs, I could learn, I could, I have a life to live outside of that. And you don't even deserve that, honestly. Like, it's not going to bring her back. It's not going to bring the babies back. It's not like they care about it. They, they're already dead. Um, but you don't even deserve whatever half-life you have because I don't think you even had, you know what I mean? Any If, if it's like secondary murder, if it's like a crime of passion, something like that that maybe holds a little more weight to that sort of like argument where it's like a momentary lapse in judgment where you can reflect on that and you can sort of like, you know, think about that like after the fact. But I really think this was very, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think there's 
an ounce of remorse in him outside of the fact that I wish I didn't get caught. We also see um, Cindy Watts, that's his mom's, um, mm-hmm. give a statement to the court when he's being mm-hmm. sentenced. Um, and most of it is directed to the son. And, mm-hmm. and if you're an outside person looking in and you had no idea that the facts of this case, you would mm-hmm. almost think that, you know, Cindy Watts was um, the the victim in this. I mean, mm-hmm. the way she says you know, she's struggling to understand how and why this would happen. And yep. most of my statement is going to be directed to Chris. Chris. And in the statement, she says, you know, I love you. I'm supportive of you. And I forgive you, son. And she's in tears. And it's not up to you to forgive the son. I mean, it's it's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hope don't come out you know, to, to blunt in this, but it's not up to you to forgive the son. It's up to Shanann's family to forgive the son. And (laughs) just, just the way she talks about the entire case as if, um, you know, in an alternate universe, um, Shanann was to have murdered Chris and this is her talking. That's how she talks. And that's how all her interviews have been. Mm. Uh, And it's like the, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree from, yeah, I, I I would hope. Um, I've thought about that too. If if I ever had a child who committed something as heinous, maybe not as heinous as that, but but murder or something like that, that I would have the sort of integrity to not be biased in my assessment of it. And I mean, easier said than done. You know, like if you love someone, you don't want selfishly, you don't want them to go away, you don't want them to suffer for the rest of their life. So it's like you might treat it with kid gloves or in, in, in some respects like that, like, you know, would I be as harsh on them as I would like any other person? And I think the answer is no, because, you know, obviously they're there, you have an attachment there, but um, I think there's something to be said about not being biased and seeing and having enough integrity to not allow your own desire to not see your child suffer um, to cloud your judgment from, from the monster that they inherently are. Um, but yeah, I don't know. She, um, I, I mean, in, in what we know, Cindy Watts did not like Shanann at all. And, mm. and, um, even after death, I mean, the interviews that I've seen, they haven't been frankly nice to her, mm. uh, in my opinion. But I mean, if putting myself in her shoes, if I were to ever and do something like that, have to give a statement, the yeah. entire statement would be directed at the family, at, at yeah. the victims. Um, and I mean, she's considered a victim because she's a grandmother, but she, I think it's one or two sentences that she addresses um, mm-hmm. her, her granddaughters and, and the loss and all of that. But the entire thing is about the son. So for me, it's just a little telling of the character, <laughs> the dynamics of the relationship, the son yeah. that could do no wrong. And even even after he's done wrong, mm. it's like the kid, the kid in the cookie jar that has all the cookies, um, the crumbs of the cookies on his face. And <laughs> the, the mom still doesn't want to see that. Oh, it, it had to be yeah. the dog that ate all the cookies. It had to be, you know, so that's that's true. I didn't think about it like that, but that that could definitely play a role, you know, because because uh, people I mean. I don't know. It depends on how you want to see it. When you examine the psychology of a killer like that, um, it's always a question of how much of this is nature and how much of this is nurture. Yeah. Right. And I do think it's, and I do think to some extent it's a combination of both. 
I think um, people for whatever genetic makeup can be predisposed to risky, violent behavior um, based on, I don't know, however your chromosomes are set up or, 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 or uh, I don't know, something in the past that, that has transitioned over your lineage. Um, but then I, if I had to give a number, like I said, I'm not an expert, but it, I, I do think it's probably 20% nature, 80% nurture. And if what you're describing is true, like, I mean, that, that level of, that, that level of, of parenting where it's like, my child can do no wrong, kid gloves, let's talk it out. Let's, uh, you know, I was wrong. My son can do no wrong kind of a thing. Um, you match that, like that you match that like absent parenting with that 20% that every now and then when, when one of them can get really crazy. Um, I think that might be what you're, what you're seeing there. Yeah. And, um, the other thing that I wanted to mention was, why am I forgetting? <laughs> it just <laughs> it went away. Yep. No, no worries. Um, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. So he, he got, you know, 200 plus years, right? Or I'm assuming something like that in jail. He, he got, um, I believe, three or four life sentences and then an added um, 80 years on top of that. So mm. he's not getting out. No, of course. <laughs> yeah. Prison's so interesting, too. The the dynamics of, um, you know, because you go to prison, right? And then people are there because they did something wrong. But... Um, in everything that I see, they they treat uh, they treat sexual predators um, and those that commit violent acts against women and children as particularly heinous. And I'm talking specifically the the prisoners themselves. Yeah, uh, treat that um, as particularly heinous. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has to um, lock it up, as they say, and and go into solitary for fear of his own life um, because of that, basically. I heard that in the prison that he was in Colorado, uh, mm-hmm. he definitely had um, maybe some altercations or people, yeah. uh, you know, own prisoners trying to take justice into their own hands. Yeah. Um, but then he was moved, um, I believe, to Wisconsin, and he, he's happy there. He People either don't confront him as much or they, they don't you know, have as much attachment to the case as people in Colorado would. So mm. um, he's, he says in one of the interviews after prison, um, not after prison, but after he's sentenced to prison, that he's, he's uh, a lot more relaxed there. That's interesting. They, because uh, it's not a federal case. It's a state case because it's murder, right? So I'm surprised that they sent him to, to Wisconsin. I well, it's in, in, uh, the FBI did get involved. Was it the FBI? Uh, yeah, the FBI did get involved. Really? I mean, they could get in involved. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I that's interesting to me um, if it if it would be a federal case because I, I it's murder. So I would assume the state handles it. But I don't know. I'm not a litigator. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Well, that's unfortunate to hear. I, I, I don't like the idea. And again, that 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 sort of. um plays into the notion of, uh, you know, he has to live with it for the rest of his life. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's too easy for this guy, but that's just my opinion. <clears throat> as, as we said in the beginning, these, this is for entertainment purposes, purposes <laughs> only. <laughs> it's, a, it's a disclaimer. Our opinions only and entertainment purposes only. So, oh, I mean, uh, to wrap it up, um, 
those are our, our thoughts. Well, my thoughts, your thoughts on yeah. Chris Watts case. Crazy, crazy. I, uh, I didn't, we, we literally talked about this briefly, but we talked about it, uh, in the last podcast. Um, you obviously did a ton of research, so I applaud you for that. Um, I, I didn't expect to be as sort of like viscerally invested in the story. And it's because I didn't know a, a lot of like the specifics that you sort of described. Um, but yeah, but that's the levels of human depravity. Um, the darkness that we were talking about, like the weight on Shelly's shoulders, you know, it, it's now on the viewers. You know what I mean? It's now on you. Uh, these are little therapy sessions, I suppose. <laughs> To add insult to injury, um, I know, so they, the family, uh, Shanann's family wanted to bury her in North Carolina where she was originally from. Um, so to transport them from Colorado to, was going to be an ordeal on its own, but because the little girls were in oil barrels, um, mm. this is a situation where it's going to be flammable. It's, yeah. you know, any way. It's not a regular corpse. So I know that they had um, some difficulty, even airlines um, agreeing to yeah. to transport the bodies. Um, and then once they're once they're in North Carolina, um, from what I've read was that um, the little girls had to be in steel um, coffins, mm. whereas whereas Shanann was in a wooden coffin, um, mm. again to just protect from those elements that um, their bodies have, had been in. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's a toxic substance. You know, it could seep into the, the ground and stuff like that and affect lo local wildlife. So I understand why they had to do that, but that's sick. That's disgusting. Mm. Well, I hope you guys like this this episode. <laughs> I know it's that, that wraps it up. <laughs> it's a little dark. Um, there might have been, I mean, I, I'm sure then it, we went over a lot and I feel like this, this, there's so much more to cover in this case, sure. but we could be talking for hours here. Um, sure, so sure. just to sum it up, um, what are your guys' thoughts on the Chris Watts case? It's, it's happened back in 2018. So a lot has come out. I urge anyone that's interested in this case to go on YouTube and just look at all the video footage that's available to everybody. And it's kind of, I don't want to say funny in it, but the mistress tried to protect her image so bad when at the end of it, her, all the footage, everything was leaked to the public. It's all there available for everybody to scrutinize. So kind of a dig to her that, <laughs> it wasn't kept as secret as maybe she wanted it to be. It's like might as it's like might as well not kill my image. We we already killed some things. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you guys joined us on this episode. Join us for the next one where we will be um dissecting maybe another case where who knows? Talking about other other crazy things. Um yeah, hope you guys join us again. Thanks for Tuning in to MojoCast. All right. MojoCast out. Peace.